It's a glass ceiling. A ceiling. Hard facts. Hard facts. Let's talk about women in leadership, shall we? And the way society is resistant to women in leadership. Is society even resistant to women in leadership? Huh? Maybe we're jumping the gun there. But uh, I'm curious if that's something you believe is happening. Do you even think that society is resistant to women in leadership? I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. It's four minutes uh, past four. And this is The Glass Ceiling. On The Glass Ceiling, every Wednesday at four, we take a look at the different barriers that women face uh, when it comes to just living, right? So in the workplace, at home, in the society, in politics, everywhere. There are different barriers women face and some of these barriers, um, actually all of these barriers really, stop them from from living um, to the maximum. And so what we try to do on the glass ceiling is find ways, fashion tools that can smash that ceiling uh, so that women can rise to the top of wherever they want to rise to the top of. So that women have the same access, the same opportunities, the same treatment um, that men have. Now, one of the most fundamental things about life one of the most fundamental areas of life is leadership it's one of the one of the most important aspects of life because with everything you need to have somebody lead right and if you have um um a population where half isn't represented in leadership it means that policies that could benefit that half are often overlooked because there's no one like the other half of the population representing in the halls where decisions should be made now i'm talking about that with respect to uh, leadership as far as politics is concerned the same thing with organizations, the same thing with uh, Fortune 500 companies, uh, places of work, etc., etc. The, the, the less women there are who are sitting at the table where the big decisions are made, the big decisions are taken, the less policies that benefit the women who work in that organization uh, 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 are made. The, best po- the less policies that benefit women in a given population will be made because you don't have their representatives in the room. It will be the same way if you come into an organization and it's a women-led organization and yet they have men working there. What you probably will have happening is that a lot of the, a lot of the policies will be geared towards the women because there are no men at the table saying, well, this is how this policy affects women especially or specifically. And it's not a problem that Nigeria alone faces or Africa alone faces. It's all over the world. And that's why when um, huge countries like America elect their first woman vice president, the world pays attention, the world notices, the world says, huh, finally. And the reason that is happening is because for so long we've shut these doors to women we've shut them we've said to women you cannot come in you can only go so far you can't go all the way 
But I see something like that happening in a place like America. I see a woman like Kamala Harris becoming the vice president. Or I see their women governors. And I have to ask myself, how likely is something like this to happen here in Nigeria? How soon is something like this to happen in Nigeria? Because Nigeria has a lot of Angela Merkel's. Nigeria has a lot of Jacinda Ardern's. Nigeria has a lot of Hillary Clinton's. Has a lot of Kamala Harris's. But they're not rising to the top. They're not rising to the top. And the reason we're having this conversation and we've been having it uh, since the beginning of November and we're going to have it for the rest of the year is because we're trying to figure out why um, this is not the case in Nigeria. Why we don't have more women rising to positions of power, positions of leadership in Nigeria. Why isn't that happening? And no, you can't call me and tell me it's because women don't support women. Because for the first few weeks when we had this conversation, that was the biggest talking point for a lot of you. And I argued, and by the end of the argument, you saw with me that actually women support women much the same way men support men. And women hate women in the same way men hate men. There's nothing special about the relationship women have with women because it's the same kind of relationship that men have with men. And if you want to get specific about it, you see that in, um, in, in things like politics, for instance, there are few women who are appointed as party leaders and they do not have power to select candidates. So, for instance, in the APC and the PDP, you have very few women as party leaders. So it's back to that point I made earlier on. If you don't have women at the table making the decisions, chances are during the primaries, a woman will not get a ticket to uh, be the governor or be the uh, senator or be the uh, president. And even the women who um, are eventually bold enough to get into politics but they have husbands to cater for or cater to you find that family life the husband isn't as supportive as he should be or as the wife would be if the roles were switched because if we say to women oh go out there and take it or just ignore you ignore whatever you need to ignore it doesn't matter you know just take it be bold take it it means that the home front will suffer and if the home front suffers society will still be the one who says oh, how she go leave her family go into politics in a way that we never say to men how you go leave your family go into politics if the man wants to go and do midnight meeting for his politics He's not worrying about where the kids will be because he knows that the kids will be, be with the wife and she'll take care of them. Why can't we offer that kind of automatic treatment to women who want to be actively in politics? Like offer that kind of, um, of, um, of uh, what's the word, accommodation, if you like. That kind of acceptance, that kind of reception to women who just, you know, have meetings at midnight. They shouldn't start worrying about, oh, what will happen with the kids? Because the other half of the uh, family unit, the other maker of the children is there and will take care of his children. These are the things that women have to think about that men do not have to think about. Whether it's with politics or whether it's with organizations or whether like wherever you have to have women rise the, 
rise through the ranks, climb the ladder, these things get in their way. And so a caller called me last week and said, uh, maybe women should wait until they finish having children um, before they get into politics. And I said to her, how come we say to women, wait until you finish having children, but we don't say that to men? Don't we see that when we say to women, wait until you finish having children, she will always be behind her peers, her mates in the politics game that are men. She will always be behind them because she was busy taking care of her children that her husband could have taken care of. So if you've heard all of these examples that I've given and you still don't think that... um, The Nigerian society specifically, I think the world is resistant to women leaders, but I'm focusing on Nigeria because we're here. Now, in some parts of the world, it's easier for women than in other parts of the world, right? But in a place like Nigeria, I think we are still very resistant to the idea of women leaders. And I've given you some examples of how it plays out, but you may still disagree with me or you agree with me. If you disagree with me, let me know. If you agree with me, tell me what you think the factors are and how you think we can solve the problem. Do you even think it's a problem? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. You can also send your thoughts to me via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. I've got Grace on the line. Grace, thanks for calling. Yeah, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, Grace. Turn your radio off. Yeah, it's off. All right. I, really, I really think there is a gender war between you people, men are trying to see in the first place. A woman is not even supposed to work. I don't even think a woman is even supposed to work. I know that men, just because some men are not are not standing up to their responsibilities, does not mean, uh, why would you say a woman should go and work and the husband should stay out? The last time I heard you talking about the president of a country, uh, she had a baby and the husband is at home. I don't think those things are normal. A woman is a woman. God did not make, create a man and a woman the same. God never. And I don't really think why women should be thinking that they are equal. God did not create the man and the woman equal. Why would women come to wake up today and begin to think that men and women should be the same? They should enjoy the same opportunities. I don't know things like that. It's not normal. God actually created. God actually created men and women equal. Okay, tell me. Let me see. Let me know how. God actually created men and women equal. Now, um, if you have a Bible, open with me your Bible to Genesis Um, chapter 1. Okay. Are you there? Um, Yeah. All right. So let's look at at, um, Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1 and uh, God said, Genesis chapter 1 verse, uh, hold on now. Let Let me go to exactly where it was said. Uh huh. Uh, Chapter 1 verse 26. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God. He created them male and female. He created them. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 27. So in what way, in, in what way does that, uh, yeah, 
Grace. Sorry, yo. Dube Minalabade, welcome. Hello. How are you? Fine. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, I'm going to approach it um, from different fronts. First of all, tackling the issue of um, whether women don't support women. I still believe women don't support women to an extent. So why? Um, yes, to an extent, men don't support men, women don't support them. But yes, it's not that you have an opportunity to present the let's say woman is, is, is a candidate for a political party mm-hmm. and you expect okay, women, oh, one of us is, has, is not, has been chosen as a candidate. It's not why you expect, expect like every other woman to support that very woman blindly. It doesn't get to happen. Has a woman ever been selected as a candidate for the major political parties? Uh, it depends. It depends on which party, yes. APC, APC, APC and PDP. Uh, all right. And you saw that um, the woman in Taraba won. Then what happened with her? Yes, she won. Yes, she, she won. won. Mm-hmm. So did women yes, not vote that, for her? That antagonism. And it's from the fact that... Were there any reports of antagonism for the for Mama Taraba? Well, I can't really speak for, for Taraba. But it happens everywhere, at least in my locality. In your locality, even it it emanates from the fact that okay, most women feel disadvantaged. Maybe they came out from families whereby they were suppressed by their fathers and they come and they can't actually actually um, express themselves or suppress the marriages. So most times they tend to find it um, a case of jealousy. Oh, um, the way and this person seems to be doesn't she have a wife? Doesn't she have a family? Isn't this the same problem we have with human beings? Isn't that a human problem? It's not a woman's problem. It's a human problem. No. Yes, it's a human problem. But in a similar way, it's an opportunity that has that by very rare comes out. You are expected a blind support from. From, from the women. Why should you expect blind support? Um, I mean, so so are women a monolith? Should women not be able to make up their minds about who they want to support or not? Well, you know, so whereby, whereby they have been disadvantaged over time. Mm. We, we would have expected a blind support. Or oh, let's key into it. Let's, let's put a woman there. Well, you see that was all of them. And what I see from the fact that they were disadvantaged. So why should this person have it? Now, let me let me tell you something, uh, Dubim. If if a woman runs for governor in Lagos and all the women in Lagos vote for that woman and she doesn't get a vote from a single man in Lagos, she's not going to win that seat. Yes. So... Let me give you When I was in school, there was the right of socials. Two ladies contested it. One of the ladies is this lady like she likes... The company of women. The other one likes the company of men a lot, a lot. And the one that likes the company of women, you want to see she's okay by some standards. I'm not saying everybody is beautiful in, in the eyes of the brother, but not really what you can say, the fine girl. When the election results were called, it was the lady that was so much close to the guys that actually won. And you think she, she won because she was close to the guys and not the girls? Exactly. I see. And exactly because she wasn't. She they felt that uh, I didn't want that likes men completely. That um, doesn't like associated with men. That um, that was it. It wasn't really like giving out opportunity. So you intend to see, okay, why should you have? Why should you have? And, and, and in true fact, 
the one that is closer to him and has said to have uh, did, 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 the, did the man contest in that election? No, it was just between two men. It was between two women and one of the yes. women won and it was the woman one woman won. And, and it was the, the woman that uh, that hung out with the boys. Yes. In secondary school. No, in university. In the university, sorry. In the university, yes, sir. Okay. And no woman voted for her. Majority of the women voted for the other, and majority of the men voted for the one that won because uh, uh, she likes company of men. So we, yeah. so you're saying that women voted for women and men voted for a woman. Yes. So and I'm trying to understand your argument because we started this conversation by saying that women don't vote women, but women, yeah, all women, the women, women voted women, for women, one of the women. Uh, women, women don't support women who have men, especially when. But you just told me. But you just told me that all the women voted for one woman and all the men voted for the other woman. But the, the majority, uh-huh. the majority of the women voted for a woman, and majority of the men supported them. The man. But you have more, more men. You're confusing exactly. So because you yeah. have more men. Uh, the girl um, who more men voted for won. Yes. But the other one had all the women vote for her. So uh, you're really not making the point you think you're making. Well, we've expected a, 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 our, an equal or close an equal share of the votes between the gender. If the men refuse to vote for the woman that the women voted for, why are mm-hmm. you not telling them, men, why didn't you vote for this woman that the women have voted for? Why are you still making it about women not voting for women? Because of the perception of... of but there's no perception. In this story that you yourself told me, you told me this story. And in this, your whole story, there were two women candidates. One of the women hangs with women. The other woman hangs with men. In your class, there are more men than women. All the women voted for one candidate. But because there are more men than women in your class, and all the men voted for the other candidate, she won the election. So by your own admission, you just told me a story where women support women by voting for women. If there were more in number in that class, the woman they voted for would have won. The woman, you know, no matter what happens, the woman will emerge the, 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 the winner. Mm. But the issue is that, is that why is it that there wasn't an equal spread of the votes? I don't know now. Yeah. Uh, we should ask the men in your class why didn't they vote for the other woman? Okay, okay that aside, coming to what um, about the. the... Dubem, thanks for calling me. It's Stephen in Lucky. How are you? Hello. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Welcome. Yeah, I have followed this discussion for some time, several occasions, and all these arguments about women not voting for women, mm. it it's, it's doesn't hold water, really. My thought about, about the problem is the fact that Nigeria is still in its formative state. And that's why it's very, very challenging for women to naturally rise to the position of authority in the public sector because our political system is still being formed. And um, it requires right now a lot of patronage, a lot of uh, scratch my back, I scratch yours. And uh, I mean, you look at private sector, women rise through the rank and the system allows them to rise to the ranks. Mm. So the more our system becomes 
more normative, the more our society becomes more organized, you find that the easier it becomes for the women to naturally rise and take hold of the reins of power. I mean, no woman is going to draw the tall grid that is associated with our politics. No woman is going to have the, the, the time or the, 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 the attitude by nature. They're not going to be struggling for power. They would want to compete fairly. So this is my position, that the fact that we are not, we are still very primitive. That is the reality, that is the truth. We are still very primitive. How about, how about, how about societies? My boss is a woman. Okay. My boss is a woman. We are still very primitive in many ways, in the way we do things. And that is in governance as well. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili, and we're talking about women in leadership today and the way that society is resistant to it. We've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. Uh, and the reason we started this conversation is because of the role that women played in the NSARS protests. And also how well women uh, heads of government have been uh, handling COVID-19. So I gave you the example of Angela Merkel, gave you the example of Jacinda Ardern, uh, gave you the example of the South Korean PM as well. I've talked about so many women who have been doing amazing, amazing things. Uh, last uh, two weeks ago, uh, I told you about uh, the amazing things that uh, women, po- women politicians in America did uh, to elect Joe Biden as president. And so it made me take a look at our own country and how we are with our own women. And I'm asking, just like I've been asking for the past few weeks, why does it seem like we are unwilling, we are resistant to the idea of women as leaders in Nigeria? I was having quite the great conversation with Stephen before we had to take that um, advert break. Uh, Stephen, sorry about cutting you in the middle of your talk talk but i think that you put your point across i've also had a number of calls from people who have said "Eh, the problem is still that women don't support women and um i i have to say to people like that what i've been saying for the past few weeks that research actual research now i know what your perception is and i know what your opinion is but i keep saying that this is hard facts not hard opinions and research data present actually uh, shows that women in fact do support women uh, and women um, um, don't support women in much the same way that men don't support men because you take a look at Nigeria today and the people who are in Nigeria's political space today and you see a lot of lack of support I mean the Ondo state speaker was just impeached for crying out loud you know it's men supporting men I guess uh, you have uh, Omahi leaving um, PDP to APC and earning a lot of flack from the PDP as a result. Men, supporting men, I guess. Um, You have, uh, I could give you example after example after example of men supporting men in the way that women don't support women. And you find that it's just human nature. It's not really that uh, one gender doesn't support you know the other or support each other it's just that human beings will be human beings and you'll go where your interest are, interests are best served 
if women begin to tell you their stories about support, about togetherness, about community with other women, um, you begin to ask yourself, ah, but where did this gist that women don't support women, where did it come from? Meanwhile, you have a male friend that has stolen business from you, that has said terrible things about you to a boss, that has stopped you from getting a contract, that has stopped you from getting a deal, that has cheated you in a deal. But they don't frame that in the same way they frame women don't support women. In any case, women can't even change the cause of elections um, when it comes to choosing women candidates. Because you have few women being appointed as party leaders that have the power to select candidates. So in your average political party, even if all the women officers vote for a woman candidate, that woman candidate will still lose. Like the example that the gentleman called in to share with us, with his class, where there were two women candidates, they had more men in the class than women, all the women voted one particular woman. All the men voted one particular woman. And the one that all the men voted for won. Because there were more men in the class than there were in, in, uh, in, than there were women in that class. Same thing for political parties. During the primaries, how many delegates are women? That determines who becomes the flag bearer of the party. Because it starts from the primaries. It's not when it gets to presidential level. Politics is also a money game. How many women have the kind of money or the kind of political godmothers that men have when it comes to um, 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 putting out an effective campaign that could win you an election? And that's why you go to the Senate or you go to the House of Reps or the House of Assembly and women are woefully underrepresented. Woefully. Very few women. So why is it that we don't have more women in these places, in, in these corridors, at these tables? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. You can also send your thoughts to us via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. I've got uh, Chris and Papa on the line. Hello, Chris. Thanks for calling us. How are you? Very well. Okay, um, I think I've been, look, every, every Wednesday I look forward to this, your women, supporting women, and um, the semantics that have to go with it. It's novel, and uh, sometimes when the guys call in and um, try to talk about women not supporting women and the way you respond to them, I, I give myself a healthy laugh. But I just want to point in a different direction. I think you'd rather concentrate on stirring up the women to the point, to the direction where they should stand up, rise, and shatter the glass ceiling. You never can tell what you can do until you take the first step. And just like the Bible says, the kingdom of God suffered violence, women should stand up to their responsibilities and stand up to their roles and celebrate those little, little things. Now, uh, women in leadership should not only be in politics. It shouldn't only be in business, in the Fortune 500 companies, because that has been your narrative, just politics and business. What about women in leadership in church, in the community? Chuko Dezugo used to say, we can change our society one community at a time. How many women are in positions of authority in churches? How many women are leading in families? 
we shouldn't be afraid if a woman has the money to buy a car in her family and say, I bought this car. We shouldn't be afraid. Women, men shouldn't even be threatened. I'm at home now. My wife is at work. And I'm happy about that. I'm tending the kids. So it's not a big deal. Absolutely not a big deal. We should start encouraging the women folk to start owning their space, to start making those responsibilities, to start challenging those responsibilities and aspire to wherever they want to be. It is not all about... Men can't give you space. You will always be supported if you know where you're going. That's just my own take. All right, Chris. Thank you for calling to share your take. Shay Nikaja is on the line. Shay, how are you? I'm fine, President Sandra. Good to have you on the show. Yes, uh, such an interesting topic. Hmm. You see, the truth is that women need to understand that if they don't stand up to make sure that the world becomes a better place and get involved, the people who suffer when we have a system that is unjust, that is not fair, are women. Because women form a larger part of the family. They give birth to children and all of that. So it is high time that women begin to understand that they play a major role in fixing and making the world a better place. I, Maybe I, it's but in I, politics. I, but I think, that, I think that's already happening. I think women are already standing up. Women have been taking the first step. They're standing up. They're celebrating already. But the, it, the, 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 the purpose of conversations like this is to get the men who control most aspects of society, who often refuse to let women in, to make things a little easier, to join the fight. That's the purpose of conversations like this because women are already fighting. It's because women are fighting that we're having these conversations, right? Now, great. So, if you look at it from that perspective, Mm. I think what women need to do now is to, yes, we've all heard this phrase that uh, people have to fight for it, nothing is given for free. Mm -hmm. But what we're saying is that if you look at Nigeria, look at the private sector. Mm. We've seen what women have been able to do. They've proved that they have the capacity to do whatever even what men can do. But if you look at the political space, it's still the same issue when you talk about young people in Nigeria and women. You can't, the fact that the older guys don't want the new guys to come in because they feel that they feel threatened. So what women should begin to do right now, what women should begin to do right now is begin from the foundation, from the political party. They have to start leading. Not only taking women leader when they say uh, they now have women, put them in group, go and organize. No. They need to start becoming chairmen of parties at local government level up. They need to start challenging the system. I mean, not just anyhow women. I mean, the women who have capacity must get into those space and feel it. That's the only way we can make progress. I agree with you uh, on the one hand. But on the other hand, if women could just walk into the room and take chairmanship, they would have done it because they're walking into those rooms anyway. The reason is it's not happening is because you have the gatekeepers who are saying no. And the only way gatekeepers will open the door is, I don't know, don't you think, if maybe we had men like you, Shay, say to other men, or more waiting day there, allow this woman make it pass. I'll give you an example when nigeria struggled for independence peacefully 
they did mm. not get their independence. It took pressure from the UK government's citizens at home mm. and its allies like the United States for them to give in. If mm. it had been just Nigeria, um, it may have taken a lot longer before we got our independence from the US. When mm. Igbo people are complaining about marginalization from the Nigerian state, it's not just Igbo people talking about it. You have mm. other tribes also talking about it as well. The thing about equality and justice is that it's often only achieved when other people join hands to fight it. So how do we get men like Sheyi, for instance, to say to men like themselves, enough, we've done enough, let's stop being wicked, let's um, uh, come out body? Yes, we're going to start doing that through advocacy and pressure to the National Assembly, to the state governors, to everybody that holds leadership position because things have to change. So men across the world, we've seen what is happening now in the U.S. I think with the new cabinet, which, you know, the president-elect is forming, we've seen critical roles being, you know, given to women. And I think that would be an encouragement. So what we will start doing in Nigeria, the people who hold power, Men like us will start speaking up, will begin a movement to let people know and we will get the rest of the world to also join us in that advocacy. Because we know when Nigeria even fought for its independence, there were women. We know we saw people like uh, the mother of the late Felara Kolorasom Kuti who were part of those women. Mm -hmm. We saw what they've done. So I think we've gotten to that point where things have to change. And uh, thank you for, 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 for this platform. We will continue to raise it. All right, Shay. Thank you so much for calling and thank you for seeing things uh, from my point of view. Uh, I don't know if Richard and Lecky is still on the line. Richard, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Hi, Richard. Welcome. Go ahead. Good evening. Good evening. Richard, you're sounding like you're inside water. No, uh-huh. I, I'm, 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 okay. I am near the. I'm very close to the to the sea. Oh, well, this is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So now the point is that see, it, 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 okay. I understand you said it's also it's also happening in other other country, right? Mm-hmm. It is very difficult in Nigeria. You know why? Why? There are one or two reasons: that religion. It's not it's not a part of this country. You know. A country where where you have some people um, they don't believe in their religion to say that they they wouldn't allow us to call to call to even come and lead a prayer in a mosque or in a church they they will tell you it's an abomination. So how will such a man allow his wife or allow that woman to be in a in a in a in a position in a political party? So, it's 
support our wife. That that's one of the ways that this can can end can, can, mm. can, can be achieved in this country for women to have seen physical mm. in this country. Okay, Richard. Another option is that. Uh, this is my opinion anyway. Mm. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should, maybe uh, a particular, uh, as, as a woman, mm. if you are looking for a political uh, uh, power in this country, maybe, maybe you, should, you shouldn't get married. Okay. Okay. Maybe you should get married so that you don't be distracted by your husband or your family. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so. All right, Richard. Thank you. Do, you. do you agree with Richard? Uh, if women want to hold leadership positions, you know, they want to rise in the corporate space or rise in, in churches or rise in their communities or rise, uh, you know, and become big time politicians, don't get married. Because all of us can't have Ngozi Okonji Wala's husband or Obegi as Equestili's husband or Sandra Equestili's husband you know some people will have men like uh, the guy who called me and said why are women even wanting to be equal with men eh? Bible says that you know and then I read the Bible verse to him and he ran away from the phone Benga in a jiggle how are you hello Benga Bringer isn't there anymore. But yeah, seriously, let's let's take a look at um, what it often takes to create change. I gave that guy, uh, I think it was Sheyi, I gave Sheyi the example of Nigeria's independence. Let me give you another example. In the United States, black people demanded civil rights. They finally got it in the 1960s. But it took white people joining to put pressure on the government. A hundred years before that, black people were freed from slavery. The civil war that freed them was fought by white people against other white people for the right of enslaved blacks to be free. The same thing, South Africa. Black South Africans were under apartheid and now they're free. They struggled for their freedom, but he took international pressure on their behalf for their white regime to give in. Every time you go through history, you're going to see the same pattern. It's very, 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 very rare to see a marginalized group that is able to achieve equal rights and equal opportunity without cooperation from the other groups, especially members of the group that are benefiting from the marginalization. And that's why every time says every, every time someone says, oh, women should, women should. I'm like, but it's not up to women only, because if it were up to women only, Women would already have because women have been fighting for centuries. Olubimini, Ilukweju, welcome. Hello, good evening. Sir. Good evening to you. Please, yeah. about this woman, woman politics. Hmm. Me, I can't vote for woman because the woman I vote like some go there for my position. I cannot. I, I need to vote here until they enter again. I she will not do anything again. Ijesha. Okay. It is not eating, and now you are now you that you vote for woman, 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 woman that will go in and without buy going going around. We can't do nothing. She she was talking that they would do a play with her leg. Mm. Now I see. Since that day, she has never seen her again. Mm. Okay. So 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 make I ask you something, eh? Um. Yeah. Now only that woman you don't vote for your life before. Yes, only her. Just let me try. Okay, you never, you never vote anybody before. You never vote man or woman. or first time where you vote now for this woman. I vote man, but man, 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 I vote. But somebody can't vote fast. Uh, you can't vote fast again. You say, you say the man, the way do waiting. No, no, no. Wait, I want to understand something. So you don't vote man before Abi? 
Yeah, don't put man. Don't put uh-huh. man. Now. Okay. And what did the man do when you vote for him? He walk. The, the man walk. He walk. Someone that doesn't walk anything. Okay. So, 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 you, so, but imagine say the man where you vote no work. You go talk say you no go vote man again. Eh, hey, but you still, we still have some little men that work. At least I can see my, my, no, no, I ask you a specific question. If to yeah. say the man where you vote, no work, you go yeah. say, I no go vote man again. I'm still vote for man. I know uh-huh. man, so, man, so why? Man, man, no hard like woman. Woman, woman get hard mind. Uh, mind so, so once you vote one woman and that one woman no work, you no go vote another woman again for your life because all women mind hard, Abi. Yes, now because even my wife, I think, said, I mind self hard. But you go vote man where no work at all because na man and in mind no hard. No, no, I know. Man is considerate. Man is considerate. Yes. Thank you for calling. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of time, so I can't get into a debate about that particular point. It's, it's hilarious, but. Uh, you know that it is what it is. Achike, I'm so sorry. Uh, you've been on the line for a minute. Uh, for a minute, Achike Nokota. Achike, you will have to call me next week Wednesday. We'll continue this conversation next week Wednesday, and then see where it goes. I'm Sandra Ezekwesi Lagos. Don't go away. You don't have to leave home without us again.